Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Today, one of the newest stars of Sex and the City Universe, Karen Pittman, is here. Plus, Jenna catches up with the best-selling author of more than 20 novels, Colleen Hoover. And what was the big surprise that got Oprah so excited? We're shouting about it. It's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. So Hi guys, welcome, welcome. It is Thursday. It's June the 29th. Welcome. We're happy to see you. We're very close to 4th of July weekend. We are so, yeah, I mean, people are confused. When are the fireworks? Sometimes they're the Saturday before the 4th. Sometimes, Sometimes they're, they're on the 4th. Fourth. Fourth. Sometimes they're, they're Friday. Sunday. <laughs> or never, Sunday. You just have to go to your local municipality and ask them when are the fireworks. I don't know that you've ever said municipality <laughs> on this show okay, before. Okay, so let's get to it because... You sat down for an interview that this person has not, she rarely grants interviews. Does she ever? I I don't think very often. I don't think I've ever seen her. Colleen Hoover, who is a famous author for people who don't know. But I didn't realize you listed, if you added up, John Grisham. John Grisham, James Patterson, J.K. Rowling, and Stephen King. She outsold them combined. combined. This person who started late in life. So yeah. tell, tell me okay, about Colleen well, first Hoover. First of all, so I went down to Book Bonanza, okay. which is basically like a romance book, Festival. wild party. Oh, God, you're crazy. It was really fun. So I went there, and she, but what she did is she said, you know, growing up, they didn't have very much money, but they always, she, she has two sisters. They always wanted to give back. So she was, you know, first published in 2012, two, you know, by 2018, they had the the bandwidth to give back. And mm. they said it was like the first thing they did. So she and her sissies worked together, which I love. Her very first memory is of her father um, throwing a television at her mom. Oh, she In an abusive relationship. Oh, and some people said, well, why does she write about that so Abuse, much? Right. Does it does it glamorize it? But it's like when that's your first memory. Yeah. That's what's in you. That's what you're, you know, you're going to write about. Anyway, it was her first memory. And she said her mother is the strongest woman she knows. She got up. She left her dad. Mm. And every memory since then has been beautiful (sighs) because her mother chose to leave. And I just thought, and I got to meet her mom, who was the loveliest. Oh, my god! And I just think, like, you know, sometimes we don't realize decisions we make or don't make and how they impact our and kids. I think a lot of people in terrible situations like that, abusive, don't feel like they have an exit ramp yeah. because they're, they're thinking, "How I don't know, we don't have any money. Yeah, we have we kids. Don't have, so yeah. what's my other option? I'll either have to make this work 
or and I, you can understand. Yeah, totally. And also the courage it takes to probably leave with nothing. But didn't you love that? It was yes. my first memory. And, and then everyone since then have been beautiful because of my mom. And she, Colleen, when she was a young mother, they were, they, she they, was a social worker. Yeah. She said, you know, she wanted to write since she was a little girl. She said she wrote her first book and it was, I was like, was it, was it sexy? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, her books have that. She said, no, I was in kindergarten, but she wrote her first <laughs> book and then put it kind of hid that dream put it away, yeah. inside of herself because she had three boys. She got married really young. She knew she needed to support her kids and her family. So she, she went into social work, which that is sort of her heart anyway. Yeah. And it kind of helped her prepare for what she would write going on. But she she hid this dream away. Yeah. And then she went and, and started working with all these women who encouraged her to start writing at night. And in 2012, she gave her grandmother a Kindle for Christmas. Yeah. And and so right at you know after Christmas, she self she figured out how to self-publish this book that she wrote for fun, for herself, for her family, so that her grandmother could read it on oh her Kindle. Oh, my god! But it wasn't like she thought anybody was going right. to read it. it. And then you know what else she's done that's amazing? All of the women that worked with her in her the job as a social worker when she worked, you know, for the state, she hired. Oh, my God. So she was talking that. about her boss. And I said, wait, she's still your boss? She said, yeah, I hired her. So that, you know, she goes, I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm not. I got to meet all of these women, and she's just— But I, to think about, like, sometimes when you get past the, the point where you think your dream didn't—it it missed its opportunity. Yeah. And yet to think that it was just like, I'm going to put it on Kindle. Oh, wait, there's a way to self-publish? Oh, let me do that so my grandmother can read it real quick. And then— she, And you know what she also said? She uh, has a lot of imposter syndrome. Yeah. I mean, she says that. Wow. She would say, you know, I couldn't believe it. Like, she didn't believe that she had hit the New York Times bestseller <laughs> list and with that book— she didn't tell anybody because she wanted to wait to see it in the paper because she thought it was a Couldn't be prank. True. When she got Time wow. 100, even though she's outsold all these things, she thought it was a prank. But she said, and I never thought of it this way, uh. she said, I actually am okay with a little bit of imposter uh. syndrome because it makes me better. I want mm. every book to be better mm. than the last. Okay, anyway, we, by the okay. way, you have a whole conversation with her, yes. which we're going to have later in the show, which I'm dying yes. to, to hear more of. By the way... I want to say way to go to our girl, Simone Biles, because Simone announced after nearly a two-year hiatus, she is going to return to gymnastics to compete. She hasn't said anything about the Olympics, but she is getting back Isn't in the ring. Isn't that amazing? I kind of, look. So August 5th is when she's going to be competing in Chicago, right? She, here's the thing about a professional like Simone. Simone's been being a gymnast since she could, since she was six years old. Yeah. So that's the thing she knew. And then suddenly and abruptly it stopped and probably not the picture perfect way she would have liked totally. in Tokyo. Totally. Right. And sometimes, I think Tariko said this, Mike Tariko, sometimes you want to end your career the way you want to end it. Yes. You don't want it ended in a way that wasn't your favorite On your own ending. terms. Yeah. So why not? And, but I mean, you know what else is so great? Like you, you said this and it's so true. Mm. She's now married. She's uh, in gymnastic terms because she's only 26, but yeah. that's a little bit older. It's like she, there's less pressure, maybe. Yes. They're not waiting because we used to, I still remember in Tokyo, it was like beating the drum. Yeah. Simone, 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 no, Simone. I, I kept wondering, how's anyone going to withstand this kind of pressure? Totally. You're on every poster, every time you move. How's she going to do? What's in her head? Yeah. You know, if someone was saying that to you, no matter how professional you were, it would be really difficult. But now, if people say, well, you know what? She's 26. Yeah. We wish her well. Good luck. Yeah. She might. 
she, this could be like her, her moment. Oh anyway. my gosh, we're excited. Okay, do you know who can make everything and anything exciting? Oprah. Our girl Oprah. Yes. You want to check out proof? Here it is. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I love a beautiful charcuterie. Wowzer, dowser, dowser. Wow. This excites me. Come on. Wow. What is happening? Wowzer, dowser, frowser. That was... <laughs> That was a pretty huge charcuterie. That, I've never that seen. Wasn't a I mean, by the way, I would freak with that too. Charcuterie is just chopped up veggies and things, right? <laughs> I think charcuterie is the meats and the cheeses. Is it? I believe so. Is it really meats? Yes, and cheeses? meats and cheese, not veggies. Well, you can add a veggie if you'd like. A crudite. You know what? You and your fancy lingo. A crudite. But I, I agree. So anyway, our crudite. Our producers wanted to see if oh, we Lord. could be as excited. Uh, as can Oprah we sell is. things? Okay. So our staff pulled some random objects. They want us to Oprahify them. Oh, we have two of them. Okay. Come on in, Mike. Okay. No, you know you should go first. No, Jenna, you go first. You go first. Is this the? Are they both under here, Mike? No, yours is over there. All right, Jenna. So easy. This is your favorite. This is a food group for you. Woo! Wowzer, dowser, browser. Guess what this is? This is the cockroach of cheese. If there was a an atomic bomb, guess what would survive? Not me, not you, but Velvita. You get a Velvita. You get a Velvita. You get a Velvita. Sold, yummy, yummy, sold and yummy. Sold. The main ingredient of my cheese dip. <laughs> okay, your Ready turn. All right. Come on in, Brian. <laughs> it's a, what is this? I know be? what it is. Can I guess? Hummus and a paperclip. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Succulent. This delicious banana just came out of my garden, Jenna. There's only one of them. When you peel it, the lusciousness from beneath the skin is unparalleled. I No, I, I'm sorry. There's only one. And, well, all right. You get my, no. You get my banana. Succulent, I thought you delicious. were going to save it for Gail, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girls, move over. Hot girl summer, according to TikTok. It's a rat girl summer. Do you get it? No. No, we don't. Uh, but our friend Naz Perez does. She's going to fill us in right after this. At the UPS store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed.
All right, it's time to fill you in on some of the hottest pop culture trends across social media with our pal, Naz Perez. Yeah, she co-hosts a podcast called I Don't Get It. And she's <laughs> going to walk us through some of the trends in a segment we're calling Do You Get It? Do You Get It? All right, we're going to spin the wheel, Naz, and then we're going to figure out if we get it or not. Okay. All right, let's spin it. I'm excited. Curtite, do you get it? <laughs> Just kidding. Beige flags. Beige flags. Okay, so remember the other day when you both were talking about red flags? Like yeah. when people yeah. say no, sweetie, oh, right, or don't right, tip. Right, well, right. now everyone on social media is talking about beige flags. And beige flags are basically like little quirks that aren't deal breakers yeah. but are very annoying. annoying. I personally just feel like they're personality traits. But people are going on social media and bragging about their partner's beige flags. Like, bragging bragging about them? Yeah, they're what? just complaining, like saying oh, like man. using a timer instead of an alarm or always needing something to eat, always needing to eat something sweet after dinner. I mean, I once dated a guy that only listened to Nickelback in the car. Ooh, Major ooh, beige flag. I'm afraid that's a red flag. Yeah, that's a red flag. Do you guys get it? And what are your beige flags? Um, I get it, but I don't think I'd post about somebody else's, but I understand the yeah. quirky things that bug. Um, what are my beige flags? I think mine are, mine are some of the basics, like people who don't say thank you. Yeah, but like, that's red flags. No, yeah. what's your beige flag? Oh, my own? Yeah, I yeah, don't, yeah. Girl. <laughs> No, her name is Hoda. <laughs> she true. goes by a one-name status. What is my beige flag? I'm sure I have a million. Yeah. You have to ask people. Other close people to me. would know that. Yeah, how about you? Me? Yeah. yeah. Um, what my beige flag yeah, what's is? Your beige yeah. flag? Of my own self. I mean, what are, you would tell me? Competitive. Competitive. Yeah, that's mm. yeah. Your beige and that's flag. not like that's not a bad, bad thing. thing. Okay. What okay. about you? What's your so beige I flag? like to work out to Disney songs. <laughs> like you the do? Encanto soundtrack is so fire to me, <sighs> and nothing gets me going like Lin Manuel. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> and I could see someone being like, "Listen, listen, you need to tone it down." Yeah, but guess like, what? You put them in your earphones, yeah, and earbuds. they don't need to know that. Facts. Let's spin the wheel. Facts. Let's spin the wheel. What is it? Okay, so we've all heard of Hot Girl Summer, right? Well, according to TikTok user Lola... Lola. We are embracing rodent energy now and declaring it a rat girl summer. <gasps> and there are rules to this, Hoda and Jenna. The number one rule is we are scurrying about like a rat. You have to leave your house this summer. We are not staying inside, saying yes to almost every invite you get. And find yourself in places you have no business being in. The second one <laughs> is we are eating and nibbling on snacks like rats, and we are loving it. We're I think not that's trying a- to get a summer bod. By the and way, rats else? like cheese. They love cheese. Yes, they do. Velveeta. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Sure. Anything else? And the third one is rats don't overthink. You know, they don't second guess themselves when they're stealing a piece of food. So we are eradicating overthinking. The term is 394 million views on TikTok. Is it? Do you get rat no, girl no, summer? No, I don't. Because it gives you the instant yuck vibe. Yeah, I was you like, start. I don't think we should compare girls to rats. Can yes. we think of something else? Yes. But wait, so do you get it? I totally get I'm an opportunistic eater like a rat. Like, I feel like food tastes better when it's free. So I'm going totally. for that potato salad this summer at the barbecue. But Jenna, I saw that you posted about Practical Magic Summer, and that's one of my favorite Wait, movies. Wait, did you love that? Well, my sister my sister sent this to me. Can anybody it read say? it? So basically, it's about like opening a botanical st- shop I, by the sea. It says, instead of Hot Girl Summer, I'll be having Practical Magic Summer, which is where we grow our hair long, open a botanical shop by the sea, do spells by the moonlight, break <laughs> ancestral curses, and bury our blank exes in our garden. By the way, that is awesome. <laughs> because this, it was a book first, obviously, by... <laughs> Alice Hoffman, my sister, our favorite book. It's about kind of witchy sisters. Yeah. yeah. I love it. So I find it. Okay, yeah. so we get practical magic. We get it. Yeah. Do you, you get it, too. Okay, I should we that. spin the wheel? Yes, let's, let's spin it. All right. 
The Grimace Shake. Okay, this okay. one is so good. So on brand for me because I love McDonald's. So McDonald's, is they have the latest food trend that is sweeping the internet. They are celebrating their beloved character Grimace's Grimace. birthday, and they introduced the Grimace Shake. It doesn't really have a specific flavor. People are guessing it's some sort of berry, but it's totally going viral online. Gen Z is making videos, you know, trying to guess the flavor, reacting to the treat. Should we try it to yes, see if we sure. get it? Okay, sure. let's Mike brought yes. a Thank Grimace you, Mike. Shake. Thank wow, you, they're Mike. purple. They're purple. Just like, like Grimace. Grimace. Should we cheers? Yeah, sure, cheers. Cheers. Here we go. Okay, what's the flavor? And see if we get the hype. Mm. Berry or something? Mm. It tastes like berry cereal milk. It tastes like cereal milk. Cereal milk, right? Is that That's what it's exactly supposed to be? I think, like. Do you know what this reminds me of? Mm. When I remember when people used to, everyone used to eat inside McDonald's. Like I had my oh, birthday yeah. at McDonald's. Oh yeah, and remember the you indoor did? playground? Yes. Did you like get to play there? Yes, we all did. It was like a thing. This yeah. is like so nostalgic. Uh, By the way, okay. That's well, thank awesome. you, thank mm. you, Naz. Good. And you can catch so Naz on I Don't Get It wherever you get your podcast. Coming up next, we love her as Naya on, and just like that, we cannot wait to catch up with Karen Pittman coming up right after this. Karen Pittman has been busy these past few years starring as TV producer Mia Jordan alongside Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon in the hit drama series that we love, The Morning Show. She's also back for season two of the Sex and the City spinoff, and just like that, she plays Naya, a Columbia law professor navigating the dating world after separating from her <laughs> husband. And sometimes things can get a little awkward. Take a look. Part of my reach, I just got to. Oh, yeah, sure. Corporate. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Should you buy me dinner first? <laughs> you know what? I, I really think we got it, and we're running over. So I think we can just wrap it up. Copy, if you might. Oh, okay. Let me just get it right here. Um, were you serious about that dinner? What? Oh, no, I was just joking. <laughs> That's too bad. Oh, you oh. got to go on that dinner. Did you go? Did you you got to go on that dinner. We have to, to watch season three. I mean, episode three. I'm not going to tell you. It's out, tonight. it's out today. By the season. way, that was very steamy, it that little really clip was. you showed us. I, I mean, we get our mics put on every day, but not like not that. Well. We don't know what that's all about. Now wow. All the sound guys are going to be like. Well, <laughs> before we get to that whole entire series, which we love, yeah. we have some breaking news just out this yes. morning about the other show that you're on, that's The Morning right. Show. The Morning Show premieres on September 13th, Wednesday, September 13th. So that's the premiere date. There's a lot of picks out there. I mean, we've talked a little bit about it. It's, you know, sensual. It's romantic. We're having a good time this you season. You are. The ladies are. Who's Hoda? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Is she Jennifer Aniston or Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> None of the above. Um, so it must, but th this show really did catch on. Yeah. I mean, we're into season three. Were you surprised that it it's hard to get renewed season after season. You no, know, actually, and we're renewed for season four for the morning show, which is very are. exciting. Um, I thought the material was original. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, I was so thrilled that everyone really enjoyed it. Season one, Emmy nomination, Golden Globe nomination, yeah, Pat SAG nominations. And so um, season three, we have a new showrunner, Charlotte Stout. Mm -hmm. She is keeping this very buoyant mm -hmm. and fun and light. But also what people love about The Morning Show is that it's a drama and, yes. and we really go for it. So. And spicy, spicy. Okay, we've got to talk about uh -huh. your character. Uh -huh. And just like that, yeah. you, you're you you're getting a divorce or mm -hmm. going through that. Separated, mm -hmm. right? Separated. 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 
separated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that a kind of a fun role to play to be out there? It, it is because Naya is very kind of straight laced yeah. and she's mm-hmm. a professor and she's a, and this season she kind of gets a little wild. She gets a little freaky. <laughs> it's, it's the only sex oh, in the yeah. city can get, Seriously. you know? And I think that there's something wonderful oh. about seeing this woman. Brown skin with braids, natural hair, living in Brooklyn, but reflecting this woman that we know, all of us know here in New York City so well. So it's great to great to bring her to life. I love that. And I love all of the kind of the storylines now for women in their 40s and 50s. I just feel like um, that used to be a thing like, what do you do with a 40 or 50 year old woman in Hollywood? Right. It seems like we have found our place. Right. (laughs) I think that's true. And I think a lot of it has to do with the women who are running these stories. Yeah. Executive producers, Sarah Jessica and Cynthia and Kristen and, you know, Reese and Jen on the other show, Mimi Leader. They've welcomed these stories, welcomed me into the storytelling. And Mm -hmm. I'm really thrilled to be there. I'm learning so much from these incredible women that I have the privilege to to talk to and and witness and be produced by every day. Mm -hmm. So much fun. You just posted this photo of yourself Mm -hmm. and you said, as long as she likes me. Oh, oh. As long as she likes me, I'm good. What, like, that's such a beautiful sentiment. (laughs) I can't cry on Hoda and Jen. Yes, you can, girl. We do it every day. But what does that mean? Why? Well, I think I posted that at a tough time when I was really trying to figure out, you know, as you elevate in this industry, sometimes it's not so easy to... um, I mean, you're not liked all the time for mm. making decisions and having opinions mm. and, and voicing those opinions. Mm. And um, I try to stay centered with what I think um, the little girl in me would want to see happen, mm. you know. And so that was really speaking to that moment. But also, I, I, you know, I live my dream every day. Mm. I mean, being here even is a kind of a dream for, mm-hmm. for me. Um uh, so I, I try to stay in touch with the little girl in me all the time. Oh, that's you, such a beautiful. By the way, thing. you have such a beautiful, calm demeanor. Like I think we're in your presence. Do you? Yeah, do you I feel, feel it. And we were looking just back into all the interesting things you've done in your life, and one of them is you're a trained opera singer. That's right. And you're, but it's still. <laughs> Are you seeing that too? <laughs> and you're still working on it. Like you'd still like to. Well, see? I don't sing opera anymore, but I definitely sing, and I've been recording songs in the studio and trying to figure out what it is I want to say as a musical artist. Wow. It's, I did Passing Strange many years ago on Broadway, yeah. and um, I mean, I do sing all the time. I just haven't found the avenue to sort of explore What is it. your genre now that you enjoy singing? Oh, oh, I love a ballad. Yeah. Do you mm. know? I love a singer-songwriter. Yeah, too. yeah, oh, yeah. Guitar thing. I, I so wish I could hear you right now. I'm dying. <laughs> I know. Dying. We're soon. not going to put you on very the soon. spot. But very soon you very will? Soon. I hope so. I mean, there'll be something out soon. I feel it. Are you in the, are you in, like, re- yeah. actively recording? Yeah. And I am recording right now, I guess. Mm-hmm. And are you songs. and you write your I do write my own songs. Wow. Yeah. God, you're such a talent. I know. <laughs> and you dance. And Remember, dancer, we saw you on Insta Dance. <laughs> okay, it's enough. An right. actress, a writer, um, and thank new you. episodes. Thank you, thank, thank you. Karen. New episodes of And Just Like That are on Thursdays on Max. Coming up next, her novels have dominated the New York Times bestsellers list. Well, now, author Colleen Hoover shares her own story with Jenna coming up after this.
right now to Jenna's exclusive interview with one of the best-selling authors in the world, Colleen Hoover. Yeah, that's right. In fact, she's the number one selling author in the entire country and now has a major movie adaptation in the works. It's all thanks to her passionate legions of fans known as cohorts. Mm. Take a look. Hi, how are you? Author Colleen Hoover didn't set out for fame, yet she achieved literary superstardom. Colleen, I have the New York Times bestseller list from this week. Your books are highlighted. (laughs) If you notice, you kind of dominate it. Could you ever have imagined this? Absolutely not. Oh my gosh, no. Like, you know, my goal was to, oh, I hope I write a book someday. And that's as far as it went. Colleen now has 25 books to her name, including It Ends With Us and Verity, with more than 20 million copies in circulation. In 2022, she sold more books than James Patterson, John Grisham, Stephen King, and J.K. Rowling combined. Colleen was named one of Time Magazine's most influential people this year, which is no surprise. She's inspired an entire new generation of readers back to bookstores. We got 30 pages left for this book, and this is how... Colleen got me feeling, wow! Book talk is a crazy part of your success. Absolutely. People ask me, like, how did you get your books to go viral on TikTok? And I'm like, it wasn't me. Yeah. It was readers. I have read almost every single book written by Colleen Hoover. Growing up in small town Texas, Colleen always wanted to write, but she instead chose a career as a social worker, a more practical job to support her three sons kind of got the idea of writing for a career out of my head. And so when I was 31, I started writing stories for fun. And one of them turned into a a book, completely unintentional. If you could have looked through a crystal ball and known that this is going to be your life, what would have happened? You know, I'd like to say I never would have written a book because this terrifies me. (laughs) Being in the public eye, it's like nothing that I was ever a goal of mine. She self-published her first book, Slammed, in 2012. And just a decade later, Hoover's work has made it to Hollywood. Her top-selling novel, It Ends With Us, is currently being adapted into a movie starring Blake Lively. Your fans, um, the cohorts, are wildly passionate about what you write, Mm -hmm. including having a lot of opinions about (laughs) About what Blake Lively's wearing. (laughs) Or Blake Lively. Did that surprise you? It does. It really does. It's like when I wrote the book, it wasn't about the age of the characters. It wasn't about what they were wearing. I don't even think I described any clothing in the book. It was about the message that I wanted to get across. And I think the people that are doing the movie are doing a phenomenal job. Hi! How are you? I'm good. How are you? She's using her great success to make an even greater impact. Okay, so here we are. There's books everywhere. I met up with Colleen at her annual Book Bonanza charity event in Texas. It's a labor of love that raises money for multiple charities. Thousands of readers from all over the country come to the sold-out event to meet more than 200 authors. Thank you very much. Authors like E.L. James. She and Colleen became friends around the time her Fifty Shades series rose to fame. I was able to watch how she handled her criticism And she handled it with such grace and kept her readers first. She's taught us all. So sometimes you still sneak into like your local Walmart and Target and sign books. E.L. James and I went to Target together and decided to go on the book aisle and sign our books that were in stock. And we asked this lady if she would record us signing books. She was like, 
is it okay that y'all are signing these random books? And we were like, oh, we wrote them. And then she freaked out. Tell me why you write. I write because I have to. I think it's my therapy. It's what I enjoy doing. It feeds my soul. I think I would be writing whether anyone read what I wrote or not. And people are reading. <laughs> people, yeah, are reading people are reading in Groves. But don't you love that? It's just like the basics of whom she is. Like it's all in her. She writes because she has to. Um, and she has a new novel out. It's out this week. It came out, I think, on Tuesday. It's called Too Late. And can we also say uh, Colleen's book bonanza that she does with her two sisters raised $220,000 for the Michael J. Fox Foundation and Reach Out and Read. Every year, they pick different foundations to support. But they put that on themselves. By the way, I did not know her backstory. I did not know where she started. I did not know she started in poverty. I didn't know any yeah. of the things. And wow, I know. what and a she's success. So she's so incredible. She's amazing. Um, you, by the way, you can watch our whole interview. I wanted more. I know, that's where a lot. At, on, at HodeEngine.com. Cool. All right, coming up next, the husband and wife team behind New York's Michelin-starred Don Angie Restaurant. They share their famous pinwheel pasta Yum. lasagna coming up after this. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. If you have a little extra time over the long holiday weekend, we have the dish for you, lasagna, but not just any lasagna. This one comes from a famed New York City eatery, Don Angie. Yeah, this is big. The chefs and owners behind the restaurant, our husband and wife duo, Scott Tanit. Patsinelli. Patsinelli. <laughs> All right, Scott and Angie Rito. Hi, guys. Good to Hi. see you. Hi. How are you? Okay, Great this is here. not your typical no. everyday lasagna. Y'all do your own thing. Tell us what makes it different. So we present it in sort of a, a pinwheel yeah. style. Um, yeah, it's made with all fresh, uh, fresh homemade pasta. So uh, gonna, you actually make the pasta, y'all are. Yeah, we're yeah. going to show you yeah. really yeah. fast. So we're going to show you kind of an easier way to make it at home okay. uh, in a food you put processor. It in a food processor. Okay. Cool. So what do you have in there? Flour and just flour, uh, AP flour, egg yolks, and then whole eggs. Okay. Okay. And then you're going to just turn it on. Yeah. You so can pulse it or turn it on. Until it becomes a ball. Hopefully this... Wait, that's just eggs and flour? Eggs and flour, yep. yeah. No water, no olive oil. Wow. Nothing. Yep. Okay. And it should be up. You see it's coming up. Yeah, it holds right? together, there right? There you go. And you're ready to go. It is a ball. Wait, and then what? <laughs> if it's too wet, you can add a little more flour, but you don't want it to be sticky. You want it to feel and like leather. And then you happen in out. one second. Okay, then what happens? So we're going to wrap that up, kind of let that rest, uh, and then we can go ahead and sheet it out. Now so you're making the our, filling? Yes. So this is our bolognese sauce. Um, there's a couple of sauces that we use here to make this dish. Mm -hmm. So we have some pancetta cooking out here. I'm going to add some 
So frito of carrots, uh, celery, onion, yeah. and so garlic. So you just mince that up? Is that you what that is? You mince that up in the okay. food processor Got as well. It. We need Some a food processor. Paste. Yeah, that's what yes, we're, exactly. we're learning right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to cook out the tomato paste. And I pour this all Is that oil? wine? Absolutely. So this is white wine. Oh, white wine. Yep. Okay, so you let that cook. Yep. So usually we would let this cook a little, you know, simmer a little longer, but I'm going to just go ahead okay. and add it. And what kind of meat here. are you using? So this is ground veal uh, that's yeah. been cooked as well as some Italian sausage yeah. that mm-hmm. we cooked out. These are pureed San Marzano DOP tomatoes. Ooh, the good stuff. And we're going to add some milk as well. Yeah. That looks beautiful. And some star anise. This kind of brings out the savoriness in the star milk. Star anise? I've never That's heard of star anise. It seems very fancy. <laughs> it's super fancy. All um, right. So we let that simmer for about uh, two hours. Wow. And when and it's let done, it, come together. it and looks then, like that? It looks yes, like this. Exactly. Okay, so what are these sheets? Where'd you get those? That's what they so, made. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is not what they made. That's yeah. well. Through the magic of television. Right. That's but what, that is what it looks we like? Did, we did make them, yes. And then um, you just briefly blanch them in like some boiling salted water, cool them down, and they're ready to go. Oh, my god. And then gosh. are you putting ricotta on there? So this is bechamel. Bechamel. Sort of a simple Green. bechamel recipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Scott is spreading that on there, and then we're going to go. Thin, right, Scott? You yeah, it's like, ice, it's like icing. Cake, icing. You know, okay, you now and what? And then we're going to do a little 24-month. Uh, Parmesan Reggiano. Okay. We like all the good stuff. Okay. The trick is you don't want to put it on the very top so that when you roll it, it sticks together. Oh, and then we're going to put a lot of mozzarella cheese. Yes. Look at that. Look a at that We're not shy about Pretty. cheese. Wait, look at restaurant. that pile. <laughs> You're going to spread out. This is, I mean, this is going to feed a lot of people. Y'all don't mess around. One okay. Person, you know. And, and, and then you're going to take a sheet on top like this. Pretty. Now this is okay. the fun and part, right? We're going to put a little again. more here. Oh my gosh, it's like so a cake. Exactly. And then do you put your meat sauce right there in the put middle? put the meat right here. Uh-huh. How many layers? Just those two? It's two, but when you roll it, it oh. looks like, I guess it kind of looks like four, right? Yeah, because yeah. oh. it doubles yeah, over. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Can we watch you roll it? Because that's the yeah. part I mean, we've been... You know, okay. I'm going to show you, you right now. This is the... Uh, no, we yeah. can't. We, we don't know how. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll right. we got it. Um, I think we have to so be eating to roll it's like this. Kind of... it up. Oh, my gosh. Really quick. Perfect. Okay. That's it? And you pop it in the oven? And then you ch- look. You cut oh it before God, it's in so the oven. It, yes, we let it chill for a bit when it's in the state, so it's ah, easier to slice. But then we before. slice it up into yes. pinwheels. <gasps> look how beautiful this that is. That is amazing. <laughs> and then you, so you cook it like that. Beautiful thing is it cooks really fast. Really how long delicious. does it take to cook? About 15, 20 minutes. That's in it. In a 400 degree oven. Yeah, it's all golden brown and bubbly on top. Mm. Isn't it good? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. Um, okay, for this mm. recipe, thank you guys so much. You're mm. welcome. You can go to today.com slash food. That is awesome. Isn't it good? I love it. more. All right. True crime lovers, listen up. We've got new shows you got to see, docuseries, and more to keep you busy all summer. Mm. Coming up after this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mm-mm. Isn't it delicious? All right, if you are obsessed with true crime stories like the rest of America, you're in luck because we've got hours of viewing and listening that you are going to be fascinated by. Yeah, here with some binge-worthy picks is Rotten Tomatoes editor Jacqueline Cooley, who we... Coley! Coley! How did I do that? Coley, like just, holy. Just holy. Coley, like holy. <laughs> yeah, holy. Okay, the first up is a show on Max that's based on a true story out of Texas. Yeah, definitely not holy on this one. This uh-huh. is like down in Texas, but we're getting dirty. This is the true crime story of a housewife who 
takes an axe to her neighbor. And okay. this is what sort of happens with this one. It was Elizabeth Olsen, Jesse Plums. And it's a true crime story that really sort of set off this sort of true crime bonanza in the 1970s. It's this girl goes into an affair, just decides one day I'm going to get into an affair. And when she does, it, we kind of undercover figure out that there's a lot more that meets the eye. And if it sounds familiar, there was a Jessica Beale series yeah. also around the same story. This one, however, has David E. Kelly. It's much more macabre and people are already talking. Ooh, wow. Right. Peacock's cool. got a good one out. Yeah. It's called Based on a True Story. It's crime, but it's also got some humor laced in there. Yeah. If we started with macabre, this is pure satire. It's on Peacock. Kaylee Cuoco, Chris Messina, they all also co-created and star in it. This is actually the tale of a couple who find out what happens when you true crime too close to the sun. They are seeing like, you know, life is not working out the way that it should. Let's start a podcast. And then the body stopped dropping closer to home. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whether you're true crime obsessive or want to poke fun at them, this show pulls no punches. Oh, that, she's great, by the way. Yeah, Kelly she's awesome. awesome. And we should mention that um, yeah. Peacock, Peacock is our yeah. air streaming series. It's fictional, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely is on that um, one. Okay, next, there's the podcast popular true crime documentary oh, yeah. genre, which everybody loves. What's this one about? Yeah, this is actually a hard-hitting true crime series that really delves into what happens when you go looking for answers and don't like what you find. Ooh. Burden of Proof, 1987 murder. This is the murder of this man's sister. And like the John Bonet Ramsey murder, this is one where folks, it was a big phenomenon, and they don't have answers. He blamed his parents. He goes looking for answers. And in the course of doing so, he realizes that you maybe don't always want to know what happened, and your assumptions are not always true. So, did we find out what happened, or you can't I tell? Know, us? I don't want to spoil it, hey, but I, w- spoil I will it. tell you. Whatever you think this series is going, it's going to surprise you, much like this next podcast. Ooh, that yeah, too. yeah, tell us about yeah. this. Yeah, tell us about this one. Who robs a Banksy? Like, just the question. <laughs> like, who would want to steal? You know, the Banksy, the visual artist's art. Yeah. Well, it turns out a guy named Andy Link is the person that would do it, and it was an act of trolling where he steals the statue and kidnaps it as a way to sort of call to account his issues with modern art, contemporaryism, and the artist Banksy, who has this sort of idea as the Robin Hood of art that yeah. may be, like, deserved and maybe not deserved. Oh, my okay. gosh. That yeah. sounds fascinating. Very- there's one more podcast, too, that you love. And this is one of those ones that shows when it has a rich, true crime story, you can have many iterations. We're going to start with the podcast, Welcome to Your Fantasy. What is This is actually the rise and fall of Chippendales. Oh. And it details... Wait, yeah, it details the Chippendales, the, the club, and eventually the calendar, but also the gruesome contract killing at the center of it and it was a podcast immensely possible completely separate there's a hulu show yeah. starring kamel nanjiani and also murray bartlett and both of them are getting emmy buzz it just shows when it's a really rich story you can keep it in various iterations yeah totally and keep telling it because true crime obsesses will definitely tune in oh my gosh is there one more podcast that you love no honestly i would tell you if you <laughs> oh. haven't seen it it's called teacher's pet this okay. one is actually done from australia this that? one actually details the story of a true crime where they actually solve the crime listening to the podcast. What? Like, the podcast kicked it off. Oh, my God. I will tell you, if you like true crime, the great part about this series is it's for folks that whether you like true crime or dislike true crime, you'll find a story that you're obsessed with. I mean, everyone listened to Serial. Yeah. The podcasts are really the ones, but these shows, they're also getting folks talking about Emmys because they love those true crime you know, biopics. Totally. People used to ask, like, why does everyone watch Dateline? What do they love about it? And one of the correspondents used to say, it's not about the murder, it's about the marriage. Like, you look, 
Interesting. It's really all the things that lead up to the crime and what could possess a normal person who sits across the breakfast table from you to do something horrible. So it's more about that. And then all these characters, like the Elizabeth Olsen character, this was a housewife. You have these just plain people sort of getting into these very dark stories. Oh, well, thank Thank you. you. Thank you. We love you. You're Mm -hmm. always so great. And we'll be back right after this. Great job. Tomorrow, Sex and the City's Kim Cattrall tells us about her fun new series. Yeah, plus the man behind Makeup by Mario shows us how to get that celebrity summer glow. We will see you Friday. Oh, yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Have a good one. Uh Uh-huh. True or false? Walmart has eye care. True. Stop by Walmart to save and browse top designer frames right where you already shop. And they accept most insurance. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart.